Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. A spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by well, Mookie Betts. For Taylor, who makes diving catch. And I even need to help. You got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Drive all the left. And deep. And the ball. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From colds to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this Sunday morning. A little overcast, a little marine layer here in Southern California early on. It's going to burn off and be a beautiful, warm Sunday afternoon. The Los Angeles Dodgers, 87 and 38 on this season. Best record in baseball. The magic number to clinch the division still at 18 games after winning the series opener in Miami on Friday. The Dodgers dropped a close one yesterday, but today, a quick turnaround, a little breakfast with the boys in blue. Julio Urias on the mound for the Dodgers. First pitch from Miami is coming up at 9.05. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck, we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll preview this pitching matchup in 30 minutes. Hey, who wants to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain? That contest is coming up. David Vassay goes one-on-one with Dodgers GM Brandon Gomes. Shortly, we'll hear from Dustin May, who was last night's starter. And in just a few minutes, we'll head out to the booth on this Sunday morning and check in with Tim Neverett and Jose Mota, who were on the call today. Well, yesterday in Miami, the Dodgers let the Marlins off the hook. It was a great pitcher's duel that lived up to the hype. Dustin May, Sandy Alcantara, May, solid for the first five innings. The Dodgers' offense even gave May the early lead in the third. Mookie Betts took the Sandy man deep. Betts with a shot to left center field. That one is well hit, and that one is gone. Mookie Betts is on fire. Four for six last night, two home runs, and he has just blasted his 30th home run of the year, and the Dodgers take a one-to-nothing lead. Oh, Mookie Betts is red hot. Solo home run for Mookie, his third of this series. In the fourth, the Marlins tied the game on a Brian Anderson RBI single. That made it a 1-1 game. Dustin May, he pitched well until the sixth when things sort of unraveled. With two outs, Joey Wendell hit a bouncer back to May, who misplayed the hop. Runner reached, then John Birdie with a slow roller to second. In came Chris Taylor, but he misplayed it. So runners on first and second for the Marlins with two outs on two balls, barely hit past the pitcher's mound. The next batter, Encarnacion, gave the Marlins the lead. May on one and two. 
Bangs a base hit into left field, doesn't get Arcion. Wendell is on his way home. Gallows throws, not going to be in time. It gets past Smith, goes to the backstop where it's bobbled by May. Going to third on the play is Birdie. And Canarcion is at first. And this has turned into a very ugly bottom half of the sixth inning after two innocent outs and then two infield bleeders. And then Encarnacion powers a single to left. Unbelievable. Encarnacion with the RBI single. Dustin May should have been out of the sixth inning with a 1-2-3 inning. Instead, the Marlins took a 2-1 lead. Sandy Alcantara took the lead and ran with it. A scoreless seventh, then a scoreless eighth. The Dodgers threatened in the top of the ninth. Freddie Freeman and Will Smith each with one-out singles. Justin Turner walked with two outs to load the bases. However, Alcantara got Joey Gallo to ground out to end the game in the Dodgers' threat. Marlins win it 2-1. Sandy gets the complete game six-hitter. He struck out 10, his fourth complete game of the season. Dustin May pitched well, but takes the L, his first of the season. Dodgers now 87-38 on this season. Their magic number remains at 18. Today, game three of this four-game wraparound series in Miami. Julio Urias on the hill for the blue. First pitch at 9.05. And with more, we say good morning to Tim Neverett and Jose Moda. Guys. Tim, thank you very much. Game three of a four-game set here in Miami. Roof closed on this Sunday morning at this point in time. By the time the game begins, it will be afternoon here, this early game, due to the uh, the telecast on a Peacock Network. They have these early Sunday games, and, of course, out west, that means we have breakfast and baseball. Well, today, the Dodgers try to get back in the win column. Julio Urias will try to get them there against Edward Cabrera. Cabrera has been pitching pretty well. We'll talk about the pitching matchup in just a little bit. But first, uh, as we take a look, Jose, last night, Sandy Alcantara was just sensational and really was a blast from the past because of the way that he pitched deeper into the ball game. And as he got deeper into the ball game, he continued to tick up the velocity, even hitting 101 in the ninth. You got velocity, you have talent, uh, you have the ability to move the baseball, Tim, and it's just a, a perfect combination for a guy that, remember, coming into this game last night, uh, there's some doubt in his mind about what he was doing against the Dodgers previously, especially his latest outing over at Dodger Stadium when he got rocked and, you know, never made it out of the fourth inning. But I think he, what he found, obviously, is the Dodgers came out and hit a couple balls hard the first three innings. Uh, the lineup by Freddie Freeman ended up kind of changing his mentality and mindset. And one thing that, you know, the good ones do we know very well is tipping or not, they know if he make pitches, you're going to get some people out. And he, you know, pretty much cruised right through uh, the most dangerous lineup in baseball. And he challenged them, too, and it didn't matter if it was a hitter's count or not. He'd rear back and occasionally throw that four-seam fastball down the middle, 99, had just enough movement, and gave the Dodgers all kinds of trouble. You know, the best thing to me was, yes, he was that good. I mean, he's a throwback in terms of the innings he pitches, the way he approaches hitters. He wants to finish you off in, you know, very few pitches. But to the very last hitter, the Dodgers were very close to winning that game. And to me, you know, it, it speaks about the Dodgers' resiliency, one through nine innings-wise, one through nine lineup-wise, to have a Joey Gallo hit a ball that hard, field it well by the first baseman, but to have the mentality to say, hey, he's been so good, but he's given us a little opportunity here in the ninth inning. Let's go out there and make the most out of it. You know, a couple of inches here and there, and it's a different ballgame. Yeah, maybe with one more out, the Dodgers win the game, but that's uh, unfortunate there's not four outs in an inning. <laughs> the Dodgers haven't lost back-to-back -back games since the end of July against the Nationals, so... 
they're trying to get back in the win column today. And I remember back to last year when they were no hit by the Cubs, the combined no hitter. Then they went on to win, what, 12 in a row after that? So sometimes a good pitching performance against them can lead to the start of another roll of wins. So the Dodgers will have Max Muncy back in there today as the designated hitter, Justin Turner. Not the DH today. He will be at third base. Gavin Lux makes his return to the lineup after he's had a little problem with a, a stiff neck. Yeah, Gavin is a, an important piece of this ball club. I think overall the choice will be for Gavin to play as much as possible. He will be a big part of this lineup. He gets on base. He gets extra bases. He works a count and one of the best two strikes hitters in baseball. He's needed and healthy now. Well, the Dodgers at 87 and 38 looking for win number 88 and to get to 50 games over 500 for the second time this year. Marlins 55 and 71. Julio Urias, the left-hander against Edward Cabrera for the Marlins. First pitch coming up, Tim. All right, thank you, guys. We're off and running on this Sunday on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. Coming up, we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll check in with David Vasse. We'll break down this pitching matchup. We'll hear from Dodger GM Brandon Gomes. Your chance to play the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest. Up next, though, we'll hear from Dustin May. Pitched well last night. Sandy Alcantara, though, pitched better. We'll hear from the Dodger right-hander when we come back. Dodgers and Marlins on this Sunday morning. First pitch at 9.05. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Sunday morning. Julio Urias and Edward Cabrera, the pitching matchup. Game three of this four-game set. First pitch for Miami. It's an early one coming up in 9.05. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Cars for Kids. Your trusted charity for car donations also accepts donations of boats, RVs, motorcycles, and real estate. Call them today at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or go online at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. The Dodgers lost yesterday 2-1. to one. Sandy Alcantara pitched well, outpitching Dustin May, who also went really well and deep into this game last night. A solid first five innings. He ran into trouble in the sixth inning, but not by his fault. And last night after the game, he talked about it. Uh, Dustin, just first, we were talking to Dave about your last two outings, and he's been very pleased with what he's been seeing. I know at times we can be our own toughest critic. How would you assess just how things have gone today as well as compared to your last outing? And are you pleased with how things are? Uh, yeah, I thought it was okay today. Uh, execution was pretty poor uh, and a lot of a lot of good places for um, execution to be needed. Um, Wish I could take the ground ball air back on my end, um, but can't do that, so um, just got to look forward. Is there something you uh, are going to really focus on your next bullpen as you prepare for your next start, whether it's something with the execution or is there anything you kind of point to? Uh, just being able to get out front of a lot of pitches. Uh, a lot of stuff was just kind of spinning out of hand or a yank, so I'm um, just trying to not get over-amped up in situations where I shouldn't. Do you get up for a start against a guy like Sandy more than you do the typical start? No, I mean, I'm not facing him. I mean, I got to go out and do the same thing, so um, I don't look at it any differently now. What happened on the ground ball? Uh, in my head, I, I wanted to catch it before it bounced, and I just I didn't get to it, and then it went right under my glove. You going to be seeing that in your nightmares tonight? Mm, no. I mean, there's no reason to overlook it. I mean, it's done and over with. Yeah, not seeing that in his nightmares. Come on. Still to come here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll preview today's pitching matchup. We'll hear from Dodgers general manager Brandon Gomes. But up next, we'll get you an injury report, and we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We're leading you up to Dodgers and Marlins on this Sunday morning. A little breakfast with the blue.
First pitch in Miami is at 9.05. Thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Cates. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We've got a new game. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Marlins on this Sunday morning. Julio Odias and Edward Cabrera, the pitching matchup. First pitch in Miami, an early one coming up at 9.05. The L.A. Dodgers Injury Report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Gavin Lux, back in the lineup today after missing a couple of days with a sore neck. Max Muncie, he had a little left knee soreness, but he is good to go. Clayton Kershaw on the IL to store lower back. He threw the sim game yesterday. If he continues to check out well over the next couple of days, he'll make his start at the end of next week. Yancy Almonte on the IL with the sore elbow. Dodgers with four different relievers on rehab assignments. Blake Trinan pitched well. More on him coming up. Tommy Canley and Victor Gonzalez, they're in Oklahoma City. Danny Duffy is in Rancho Cucamonga with the Quakes. All right, let's head back out to Miami after the loss last night. A tough one for the Blue. Manager Dave Roberts. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Uh, Dave, first with Sandy Alcantara. Just what adjustments did you see him make for this outing compared to the last one against you guys? Just what allowed him to be so effective? Uh, tonight he was certainly uh, outstanding. Um, I think tonight he used uh, more secondary. I think uh, there was a, certainly a lot more change-ups in there versus the lefties, uh, more sliders in there uh, versus the righties. And, you know, he was more than 50% secondaries today. But And when he did throw the fastball, you know, it was uh, pretty close to 100 all night and, and located. So, I mean, it was Tonight was a tough night, and I thought Dustin matched him pitch for pitch uh, through six innings, and, you know, we didn't make a couple plays, which led to that. Uh, you know, I think it's an Encarnacion base hit, the hanging slider, but honestly, I thought Dustin threw the heck out of it. It's just, I mean, it's only been a second outing since coming off of the injured list, having Tommy John surgery. Have you been pleased with what you've been seeing? Yes, absolutely. And I talked to him after the outing. It's, you know, if we could have banked um, his first two performances coming back from Tommy John, we would have uh, banked what he's done so far. And for him to get through that sixth inning, um, man to some stress, get out of it, get the Cooper ground ball, I, I thought it was really positive. Built his pitch count up uh, to 90 pitches through six. So um, I think Dustin's doing everything and more that we could have hoped for. These last two games in the series have been uh, two very different games, but they have both been challenging and since back and forth. What have you been seeing um, from your team that's either allowed for the win or in, or in today's case, uh, the loss? I, I think it's just we've done a great job of approaching each game uh, individually and, and playing to win that night. Uh, you know, obviously last night we were really good offensively. Tonight we ran into a buzzsaw in uh, Alcantara and uh, we still were one hit away from winning the game. 
and I thought Gallo took a really nice at bat. And if it sneaks through there, uh, we have the lead. And uh, so again, we played a good baseball game. We got beat, and that's going to happen. All right, there's Dave Roberts after the game last night down the dugout with Dave Roberts. Brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit alignmenthealthplan.com today. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse. As we lead you up to first pitch for Miami Dodgers and Marlins, I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Sunday morning. Julio Urias and Edward Cabrera, the pitching matchup. Game three of this four-game wraparound series, which continues tomorrow. Then it's off to New York for a three-game set to wrap up this road trip. First pitch this morning coming up at 9.05. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on Deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. David Bassett. All right, David, looking at the lineup again today. It's the morning after a night game, and what in the world? Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman in the lineup again? Yeah, that's right. 126 consecutive games, and Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner have started every single Dodger game this season, including today's day game after a night game. And, yes, I am a little surprised. I thought at least Trey Turner may have gotten the day off today, considering Gavin Lux is healthy enough to be in the starting lineup. They could have had Lux play shortstop today. Maybe they didn't want to put him at that position after missing five straight games, but I'm a little surprised that Trey Turner is in there today at the very least because it is a day game after a night game, and also it is the Marlins. So that's <laughs> those are the reasons why I'm a little surprised. Dave is brought to you by Ford now during the Ford Super Summer, Super Summer Charge sales event. Rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Dave Clayton Kershaw threw the sim game yesterday. Kind of getting the feeling that he's chomping at the bit, ready to go. Yeah, he really made that clear yesterday, Tim. Uh, if you listen through the whole two and a half se- two and a half minutes of the media session he had with reporters in Miami after his 70-pitch simulated game, he validated everything that I've been telling you the last two weeks, that his back is feeling great. It's just a matter of when the Dodgers wanted him to come back. Yeah, no, I felt good for a while now. Um you know, I think the situation that we're in, this is more just kind of a, a roster decision than anything. Um, you know, I felt I felt pretty good for a while now. So, um, you know, take it. We took it slow. Did two sim games and ready to go. And um, you know, s- sometimes you can't decide when you get to pitch. You know, they tell you. So I, I'm just trying to listen to them as best I can. Not be too impatient. Now there is a case to be made that Kershaw could pitch Thursday in New York to give Dustin May and the rest of this rotation that has been making their turn every fifth day an extra day of rest. There also is the argument that it may be better for Kershaw to come back at Dodger Stadium against the Padres on Friday night. So Dave Roberts has still not revealed when that would happen or 
whether it is Thursday or Friday, but there's an argument to be made for both, and I wouldn't be surprised to, either way which day Kershaw starts. The most important thing is he's coming back Thursday or Friday, which will give him at least four starts to tune up for October. I, I get where he's anxious, Dave, but I can also see the Dodgers side of this. There's no rush to bring him back. They're going to win this division running away with it. It's more important for him to get healthy and be built up and ready to go for October. I'm with you. Uh, I think that it's uh, about him having the balance mm -hmm. of being ready for October and being safe with him, but also the the balance there is to make sure that he's not too rusty. Mm. And simulated games are one thing. It's another to have him in the game. And also, Tim, the flip side of that as well, you want to make sure he's healthy. You don't want to go into October with any question marks about how his back is feeling. So uh, September will give the Dodgers that answer. Sounds good, Dave. Great stuff. We'll check back in with you in just a couple of minutes. Dodger fans, I need three contestants because it's time for the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. 866 987 2570, you predict the player in the inning, the most thrilling play will happen. And if you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mount. 866-987-2570. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Sunday morning. First pitch at 9.05. I'm Tim Cates. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Sunday morning. They should be in with us. Julio Urias, Edward Cabrera, the pitching matchup. First pitch from Miami is coming up an early one, 9.05. The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world and the record 20th coaster is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, we got our contestants ready to go. Angel is first up. Angel, what is your guess? Trey Turner in the sixth. Trey Turner in the sixth inning. All right, good luck to you, Angel. Our next contestant is Bill. Bill, welcome. What's your guess? Freddie Freeman in the eighth. All right, Freddie Freeman in the eighth inning. Good luck to you, Bill. Good luck to Angel, our contestants today in the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else, Six Flags Magic Mountain. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with one of the great Dodger beat writers, Juan Toribio. We'll check in as we lead you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Marlins. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and the Marlins on this Sunday morning. Game three of this four-game set. Julio Urias and Edward Cabrera, the pitching matchup. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos. The triple play of flavor. Never too early for that. On game day, feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. Still to come, we'll hear from Dodger GM Brandon Gomes. We'll get you the keys to the game. We'll preview this pitching matchup. But first, we check in with Dodger beat writer Juan Toribio, who's in Miami with David Vasse. This is usually where we check in with Rick Monday, but he has a rare day off in Florida. So we're going to check in with a man that made the streets of Florida famous during his time with the Tampa Bay Rays. Now he does it for Dodgers.com. That is the one and only 
Juan Toribio. Juan, thanks a lot for checking in live from Miami. For sure. You know this is my city, man, but we miss you down here. I hope you're feeling better, though. I am. Thank you very much, and I miss you guys, too. Uh, even though I've missed a couple of games, Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman are in the starting lineup again for the 126th consecutive game. Were you surprised when you saw the starting lineup, especially that it's the Marlins and it's a quick turnaround? Yeah, I think I'm, I've been surprised for like the last two months that they're in there every every single day. I don't think we're, we're used to seeing people do that anymore, but um, it, it's pretty remarkable what they do. I know we've talked about it a lot. Uh, playing every single day. You know, granted, they, they take them out halfway through some games when, when the lead, uh, it, when they have a big lead, but it is impressive. I mean, doing this every day, Freddie just kind of walks into the clubhouse and he looks noticeably tired, uh, but he'll be ready <laughs> to go in three hours, which is like pretty impressive because we're all pretty tired. We're, I'm here trying to bring the energy, bring the Miami energy, uh, but it is hard, and especially, like you said, at, at 12 o'clock, uh, start here on the East Coast, which is a 9 o'clock start for you guys over there. So um, pretty impressive by the two of them. And Juan, let's not forget, uh, I know yesterday was a big crowd for Venezuela Day at Marlins Park, but the likelihood of a big crowd again today is the chances are not great on that. So the adrenaline of the crowd is not going to be there. Yeah, absolutely. They had a great crowd here. I, I will give them some credit. I'll, I'll give some uh, Miami some credit. I know people like to roast them <laughs> a little bit. Um, but the real Miami will be in town today. <laughs> There'll be 4,000 people. It's a beautiful day. People are at the beach um, getting some brunch in. Uh, so like you said, there won't be many people here. So it'll be, in, it'll be an interesting atmosphere for sure. When you look at what Mookie Betts has done against the Marlins this year, it's one thing to look at the Marlins' record, and it's not very good, but their starting pitching is really good, and Mookie has taken them to town. Yeah, Mookie's being Miami Mookie. He's just walking with a nice little floral, floral shirt. Uh, yeah, he Miami Mookie's alive. Uh, but, yeah, no, he, he's, I mean, he's pretty locked in right now. Um, he's taking some of their bullpen guys deep. Um, he took Sandy Alcantara deep last night, which is really impressive considering how good he looked last night. Uh, it doesn't get any easier. This kid, this kid tonight, another Dominican kid, um, he's, he's pretty impressive. And then tomorrow they get Pablo Lopez, uh, who we know the Dodgers are pretty interested in at the trade deadline. So, it did, like you said, a lot of good starting pitching in this, in this road trip. Uh, we'll see what New York has in store for them coming up. But uh, Mookie's pretty locked in at the plate. Before I let you go, as far as New York goes, I know one more game in Miami tomorrow, but is there any buzz about the Dodgers seeing the Mets coming up on this road trip? Yeah, not yet. I mean, I think everyone's kind of asleep tonight. Uh, and then <laughs> I think tomorrow we'll, we'll start asking about it. I mean, it is, it, you know, it's not necessarily a big series, um, but it's a, it's a good series between two teams that might see each other in October. Um, so that's pretty. That's going to be an interesting way to see how those teams kind of match up against each other. Uh, I think the Mets are throwing out Jacob Degrom at some point. I don't think Max Scherzer. I think Max Scherzer might need an extra day. Um, Shocker. But <laughs> I knew you would like that one. I was waiting for your response. Uh, um, it's not the playoffs but... yet, so I'm sure he'll pitch. <laughs> You're out of control. Um, but yeah, Jacob Degrom should pitch. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what the, what the Dodgers do on the on the other side. I think Anderson and Heaney are probably skate. I don't know. Anderson might be tomorrow. Uh, yeah, Anderson and Heaney, and then I think Kershaw might be on Thursday. Uh, He's not so pitching we'll Thursday. He's pitching Friday. He pitch on, we'll see. They got to give Dustin May another day. 
Okay. Well, you don't have to go through the whole pitching matchup for us, all right? We appreciate it. We'll get to it when we get to it. I was just asking about the buzz. I was asking about the buzz, not the pitching matchups. You love the buzz. You love the buzz. There's no buzz yet. There's buzz in L.A. I'll tell you that about it. So (laughs) we'll look forward to seeing you in the Big Apple. Thanks a lot for checking in with us, and enjoy brunch in Miami after the game today. I will have a little rooftop. I know you'll like us in your pictures. Ooh, so jelly. Thanks a lot, Juan. (laughs) There he goes, Juan Toribio from Dodgers.com, Tim. He thinks brunch happens after 3 o'clock. Don't know about you, but brunch is before 3. Yeah, I thought it was before 3 as well. I'm with you, DV. All right, still to come here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We'll get you a preview of today's pitching matchup. Tim and Jose will have the keys to the game, but up next, we'll check in with Dodger General Manager Brandon Gomes. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Sunday morning. First pitch, 9.05. I'm Tim Cates. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We've got a new game. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your part of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Sunday morning. Julio Urias and Edward Cabrera, the pitching matchup. First pitch is coming up at 9.05. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro, celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles, our bus operators. Remember to thank your drivers. Still to come, Tim and Jose will get you the keys to the game. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. But first, David Vassay. And now, what will likely be Vassay fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is high and tight. The Dodgers and Marlins are getting set for first pitch, and the Dodgers with the best record in baseball. It's not just about the players. It's not just about the coaching staff. It's about the entire baseball operations, and the Dodgers GM, Brandon Gomes, a big part of that, and Brandon joins us now from Miami. Number one, Brandon, I know I can't say congratulations all the way, but certainly you guys have accomplished something to this point. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, we're very happy with how the team is playing right now and, um, you know, look forward to guys keep going out there and producing the way they have and, you know, fingers crossed everybody's staying healthy as well, which is quite important. I know a man in your position, you're always uneasy, waiting for the next shoe to drop or just being ready to anticipate whatever comes your way. But have you and Andrew Friedman been able to enjoy what you've put together? We've had conversations to make sure that we do take a step back and, and appreciate um, how well the team's playing. And, you know, I think one of the things we're really enjoying and proud of is the chemistry among the group um, in the clubhouse. They really enjoy each other. They look like they're having fun playing. Our coaching staff's, um, you know, ability to connect with these guys and, and also enjoy being around each other because, I mean, this is like a family. Everybody's together for 200 days out of the year. So those things are really important and I think make uh, make the whole experience even more enjoyable on top of just winning baseball games. I'm curious from your standpoint because you obviously take deep dives on a daily basis. The big three of Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman, are they what makes this whole thing go? And do you need those three to go at a high level as you go into October, or is it still about the sum being greater than the parts? Uh, Obviously, those three are having outstanding years. 
we feel like what the best part about this team and lineup is that there are guys each and every night that are stepping up and, and producing at a high level if and when, you know, those three are, you know, not producing multiple hits in a game or <laughs> have an off night or they're just – those guys can – carry us at times and also can look to just drive in a run with a sack fly or a ground ball because, you know, others have set the table at the bottom of the lineup. So it feels like the, the, the lineup in the path of the baton mentality is something that has uh, permeated the group and a huge part of why the offense feels like they're, they're you know, functioning at a very high level right now. Brandon, when I look at your schedule, when you return from this road trip, the final 26 games are in 28 days. You always hear about the pitching depth that you guys have and value and utilize. How much of that are you going to utilize to keep the pitchers that you see to be a vital part of October? How much depth are you going to have to use down the stretch to keep you know, the main guys uh, fresh but obviously tuned up for October? It's something that we'll, you know, we have like our framework with talking with Doc and Mark and having, um, you know, a general sense of how we're going to go about it. But one thing that we've learned is that <laughs> looking too far ahead is also not uh, all that wise just because we don't know what tonight, tomorrow, a week from now is going to bring with something flaring up or, hey, this guy may need a blow that we didn't think he needed otherwise just the nature of the season and now with September not really being able to expand rosters like we have uh, in the past that has a different wrinkle so we're going to keep our finger on the pulse and see how guys are feeling and ask them to be uh, open and honest with the communication and adjust as needed to make sure that we have you know our October team in, in you know the best position in front of mind during this process. You are so measured, Brandon, even with this lead in the NL West, even with baseball's best record, even with making history, winning 41 games in 50, you are so measured. If you and Andrew ever need me to come into the office and just let you guys know how good you are and what you've put together, let me know. I could be there for you. <laughs> okay, we'll take you up on that day for sure. All right, Brandon, thanks a lot for the time, and we'll see you when you get back to L.A. Thanks for having me. Talk to you soon. There he is, the man, the Dodgers GM, Brandon Gomes. We'll send it back to you, Tim. All right, thank you, David. Thank you, Brandon Gomes. Today's Dodger Game Plan, sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Leading you up to first pitch on this Sunday morning, Dodgers and Marlins. Up next, we'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Sunday morning. First pitch coming up at 9.05. And now, before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers, new vehicles like sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Julio Urias on the mound for the Dodgers this afternoon. 
13 and 7 with a 2.36 ERA. The 26-year-old left-hander making his 25th start of the season. He is currently amongst the National League leaders in ERA wins, batting average against, and WHIP. He has limited left-handers to a 196 average. Right-handers a 208 average. Last time out, six innings, one run, two hits, seven strikeouts. But it was in a loss to the Brewers on Monday night. That was a game in which the Dodgers gave him zero run support. This will be his third career start against the Marlins. He's 1-1 one one with a 671 ERA. Edward Cabrera, the 24-year-old right-hander of the Dominican Republic, goes from the Marlins 4-1 with a 141 ERA. He's battled through some injuries this year. Started the year on the IL. He's had a stint on the IL again uh, most recently for 45 days, making his eighth start of the year. Last time out, eight shutout innings. He scattered just two hits while striking out seven in a win over the Aces, his longest outing of his career. Edward Cabrera, Julio Urias, Dodgers, and Marlins were 15 minutes away from first pitch. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cates. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Marlins, Julio Arias, Edward Cabrera, the pitching matchup. Dodger fans, where you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles, ranked number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. Let's head back out to the booth and final check-in with Tim and Jose, guys. Tim, thanks again very much. Roof closed today on another humid day in South Florida. Julio Arias looks for win number 14, and Julio whether it's been quiet or not, has just been very, very businesslike, especially here in the second half of the season, post-All-Star break. He has been outstanding, not unhittable, but outstanding, and certainly has given the Dodgers a chance to win every time he takes the hill. The key word there is when Julio Urias goes out there and tries to win a ball game, regardless of where his stuff is, regardless, Tim, of who is facing, uh, going back to the beginning of 2021, no pitcher in baseball has won more games. 33 wins, 10 losses, ERA under three for a reason. He knows how to pitch. He understands how to go out there and carve out and find out information from hitters when he faces that lineup the first time, apply the second time, and just stay on his game, stay focused. And another big thing to me, Tim, is how much maturity is shown in maybe a play that was not made early in the game, maybe a call he didn't get from the umpire to go out there and know that uh, – that becomes a quick history of the past, applies a lesson, and continues to get better whether he gets a lot of runs or not in support. Well, Julio's key really has to be the, the change-up curveball combination. The elevated fastball is just an absolute weapon for him, but when he's got that change-up curveball combo going, he's really tough to beat. It makes his fastball even better. I mean, uh, you know, you got to go out there and paint a picture to a hitter as to which quadrants you're going to be exploiting a little bit more, and Julio hits all of them. As you mentioned, the changeup, the most important thing was changeup is extension. He's told me this through the years. Extension. I need to go out there and just make sure everything looks like a fastball, the way it's coming out of my arm, and also the way I finish it. So also the breaking ball, which is obviously a hybrid, you know, curveball slider. Now he has the ability more and more to not just go back foot on the righty. He can go back door on the righty, and that confuses a lot of guys saying, which one am I going to be looking for? Where should I sit? And that's why, at times, he's very unpredictable. Julio Urias against Edward Cabrera. Dodgers and Marlins coming up from Lone Depot Park. All right, thank you, guys. Coming up here, first pitch right around the corner. Charlie is off. Tim and Jose have the call. Dodgers and Marlins, game three of this four-game series. I'm Tim Case. This has been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.